This is the Wicked Wednesdays podcast, hosted by Tisa Wicked. everybody it's tisa wicked and this is wicked wednesday i hope you guys are having an extra spooky day today i have two very handsome and equally as talented gentlemen i have peter anthony say hello peter hey how's it going and then i have the famous dj bowser the boss man say hello, hello tj tisa and peter hello. <laughs> so, before we start off peter um, how was your Halloween? How how was that? Um, how, before we even get into that, if I may, I fucking love your intro music. Thank Holy you. shit. That brought me back to the club days. I just dropped two ecstasies and took my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're on that's what happens when you're on Wicked Wednesday. You get like, you know, we got Mick talking about his nail salons. We got you bumping it. That's right. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I just text a bunch of fat girls on my phone, see what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um halloween was great i got to spend um halloween with my nieces and went around the blocks with them and stuff like that so it's always good time halloween it's you know it's my favorite holiday by far so i, I spent most of it with my nieces that's awesome tj how about you well as you would say it was extra spooky i got to do a couple's cosplay with my lovely girlfriend sarah we did the strangers Dollface and strangers sackhead as pretty much it's the only fucking costume i do anymore but it was good. We did a little bar crawl after that. Nobody knew who the fuck I was till I put the sack on. Then they were too scared, made me take it off. There's nothing like getting too drunk, puke in front of a McDonald's. It's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, Halloween is by far, of course, one of my favorite. And um, and actually, this past weekend was the last day of my haunt. So um, we finished up. It was so cold it was like 20 degrees and like we're sitting there trying to do makeup on these poor children and like the airbrushes are freezing and the kids are like <sighs> and they're in like t-shirts and stuff and i'm like that's i guess I'll, i go out and they were like, like oh would you act and i'm like listen i'm gonna be a 31 year old lady i was like you're like 16 that's all you friend that's all you. <laughs> i'm not i'm not going out there in like a t-shirt and ripped jeans or anything uh-uh. I mean, and the only time I would ever do that is if Jason Voorhees was like chasing me or Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Then I'll be like, it's fucking seven below zero. Jeffrey Dean in the background. He's Negan. I'll go out. I'll go out and brought underwear. I don't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so now getting down to all the good stuff. Peter, we will um, start with you. Um, so I know everybody is so concerned and and of course me and tj and everybody at Dubac, how is your shoulder recovering well thanks for your concern uh good so i'm way ahead of schedule but it's such a slow recovery they they barely let you do anything i have like massive limitations to what i can do but as of like last week this is crazy it's the first time i could take my right hand and put it straight in the air above my head so now i do like wall climbs and all kinds of stuff like that so it's very 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 i still haven't even done weights with it 
So probably another two weeks and then they'll introduce weights and weight training. So it's like a seven to nine month recovery before I'm hundred percent. But I'm not, as far as normal day activities, I could finally do everything. Like a couple weeks ago, first time I shaved my whole head with my right hand, just little stupid things you take for granted. So I could basically do anything normally now. Um, and I can stretch all the way out. I just haven't added weight. So I'm good. I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. Well, that is wonderful to hear. We're happy that you're getting back on. But I mean, you're Peter Anthony. So it's like we everybody expects that from you because, they you know, do. you're you've been through how many how many surgeries have you had? Thirty nine. So, I mean, it's this is like <laughs> I can't <laughs> when you tell me that I'm like, geez, I was like, yeah, like yeah. you don't like you hear it. And then you like you kind of digest it and you're like, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, when will you get back to finishing your scenes? And, um, is there any, um, changes that you can't do now because of your shoulder? So the end of this month, um, at the day after Thanksgiving, so that that's the only day I have still off from work because I used all my vacation time. So the 29th, the 30th, and the next day I'll be back out to film my last two scenes. So I have two scenes, I believe one outside the bar and one is the final confrontation with um jason and we did uh, talking to riley we might even change that final scene to somewhere else i don't know for sure yet but i still have to square off with him now the how i was squaring off i was supposed to use my right arm but i there's no way i can do that right now so we rewrote it so i'm using my left arm so any kind of physical action with me will come from my left arm and then um i know that when we were on um gore and more with uh, jason brooks and you were there and i was a guest um over there, um, we kind of, everybody knows about the fall camp blood. Could you just give a little quick tidbit to my listeners? I mean, I know that they know about it already because I've been talking about it, but I mean, I just love hearing about it. So let's, let's hit them with it one more time. Just a little kind of like, um, intro about it so they can, um, know what we're talking about in case so the they're story, just tuning in. The story is they're going to demolish, um, Camp Crystal Lake after everything that's happened after part four. So it's one year later. So some of these people, some of these families actually own some of these cabins and have like belongings there. So they all go back the day before they destroy it. Um, and when they do that, they run into Jason, obviously. So it's one year after that event. And what the great thing is, is the Indiegogo we just did, which we were blown out of the water. I think we're 140%. We wanted to show how he lives from the end of four, because that's pretty amazing. He looks dead as hell. From the end of four into our movie, and we couldn't do it until we got that, that extra funding to do that one scene. Um, so we got that funding. So that's going to start off the movie with the end of four and then how he, he he's alive for our movie. So we're, we're pumped as hell for that. Oh, that sounds, that sounds so good. I cannot wait. Um, you, everybody knows you, TJ, the world, I think by now knows how much I love Jason Voorhees. People actually think that I'm like, they're like, yeah, you think he's hot, right? And I'm like, yeah, man, those missing teeth and that, that, <laughs> that decay, man, you know, that's how I roll. But, um, I am so excited, uh, to, um, to see the movie. Um, and you did amazing in vengeance. I just wanted to kind of, um, go back a little bit. Um, I have to say the, uh, the fight scene with, um, you and Jason, that was, I love it. And just the way you square up and, you know, even like my sister, my sister had no idea what you looked like or anything, but from listening to that one podcast over at Dubac, she was like, is that Peter Anthony? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, 
I knew that he would look badass. That dude is badass. So you got you got a lot of fans. You got a lot of Thanks. fans, and you made a very um, wonderful, lasting impression in the movie. So well, hopefully, they release the the supposedly between Jeremy and Jason. They're supposed to release the fight scene. Give me so the I director's guess, cut. Yeah, I guess I guess it's it's weird. They would have released it, but certain things don't line up or match up, and they didn't like the way the footage was at certain points. But they're gonna try to do it somehow to make it to make it work. Because that I mean that was an all day scene. Me and him, me and makeup, everything. So hopefully fans get to see that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I that would be great. I would, you know, I mean, being a being such a fan of the movie and that scene, and then just you know, you can kind of picture it, but just to see. Yeah, so I'm super excited to see where it goes. So I'm really hoping that Jeremy and Jason, Jeremy and Jason, I know you're listening. Get on it, man. I want to see the scene, okay? You got fans here. You got Tisa Wicked one and stuff, so it better happen. It Maybe won, now. won the poll vote, too. Yes. Yeah, I so. know. So everybody is, you know, it's not just, just one per. It's like so many people want to see it. So... What um, do you have any conventions coming up that you're going to be at so people can like meet you, get your autographs, you know? Um, yeah, as as the, I never really do that. I mean, if Vengeance does something, then I'll go and do it because um, it'd just be so much work by myself. But um, there's a thing. It's weird. Kane's coming to Connecticut, which he's never done before ever. If you guys look it up, it's called Wicked Weekend. So it's in, uh, was it Stafford Springs? He said, you better go to that. <laughs> it's only like, it's 40 minutes south. So it's more towards New York. So um, I couldn't believe it. I, like there's no publicity for it at all. Then I finally looked it up and saw it. And there's like big names. There's like 20, 30 big names going. So it's a whole weekend. You get a VIP pass, all that kind of like Monster Mania. So oh, wow. I'm definitely going to be there. I won't be there Saturday because I have this um, video game tournament to do but i'll be there friday and sunday i might even do a, a savini cosplay because because I, I think savini's gonna be there so maybe i'll jump back in the suit and have him sign the uh the trident peter you have a video game contest to win yeah uh, these guys I, I haven't played in so long these guys got so good so i don't think i'll win but God i'm definitely it. gonna try you gotta think positive you gotta think positive yeah and then um and then the monster mania in march yes we'll okay. all be there Yes, yeah, we will awesome. be there. We Did get to all Kane hang gonna, out. He's going to be in Jason X Uber. Outfit. Okay, well, okay, I'm going to give my quick take on this. Uh, I saw the pre Uber Jason he did, and yep. he, he wore the fucking Part Eight hood. Okay? Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> fucking come on, Kane. Come on, we've seen we've seen some better ones from you. That's all. <laughs> for for some reason, when he does like his dress ups, I don't know who dresses him, but they're not that great, they're especially not. for who he knows and everything. Like the Savini the Savini one in Phoenix was horrible. Yeah, mine was ten times better. We need to get him with our people. <laughs> yeah. So I hope the, the X is going to, I mean, the X is going to be really hard to pull off. It, so, it, it's uh, either going to be really good or really fucking shitty. And people are going to not want their money. Like not, people right. are not going to spend the it, money for that. It, it's weird because he knows so many people in Hollywood and all these people. Like, mm -hmm. I don't get why they just don't make it the right way for him. You know, whip out that big old uh, wad of cash and drop some serious uh, moolah on this costume. Cause there's Jason X costume, especially an Uber Jason. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine the amount of 3d printing that has to go into that? Oh, I know. Oh, God. he said he's wearing those contacts too. Those red, crazy contacts. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> so I hope it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I saw that too. I know um, Bobby. He uh, when as soon as it like they announced it or whatever, he he told me about it, and he was he was super excited because he he loves Kane. Kane's one of his his favorites and stuff. And I saw him have a little um, a fanboy moment, which was funny to <laughs> so see. The only, a the only one he wouldn't he hasn't done yet is nine. Oh, I know. 
Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's done he's done even Savini Jason and he's done retro Nest Jason also. When we talked to him at Steel City Con, he said something to Corey about it. And uh, he Corey gave him some pointers and stuff. What, what we need should, we should do is uh, message Myra and be like, hey, uh, we got some people that want to give shit to Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just start giving up stuff and be like, here, here, here's a part nine costume now. <laughs> Well, I could hit him up. He, uh, he'll listen. he answers me all the time. So if you guys want me to, if you're going to give him some, I'll hit him up. I'm Fuck sure he'll it, take man. it. He borrowed. Um, oh man, I forgot his name. Who's the big dude that does the cosplay? Ruben? No, big Jack dude. Big traps does. Friend oh. Castle does everybody. Oh, uh, Keith Thomas. Yeah, Keith. He, he borrows stuff from Keith all the time. So oh, okay. See that. We got celebrities on right now. I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here and like just listening to the the celebs talk about who they know. Oh yeah, he. I Honey, we just know how to time. network. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I must be doing good because I have I um I'm, I've got you two uh, very talented gentlemen on the show today. So I oh, thank uh, you. I'm 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 living my best life at the moment. <laughs> so um, if anybody would like to back any of your projects or you know anything that like with Camp Blood or anything, uh, Peter, how could um, they help out and um, and back all of your amazing pro- projects? Well, the only one still left is that indie. It's Fall of Camp Blood on the Indiegogo. So if you go to Indiegogo, type in Fall of Camp Blood, there's that last um, scene, which now has my jacket. <laughs> so you can buy my screen use jacket. And then there's still masks and a whole bunch of other stuff there. So that's awesome. as far as uh, Kickstarter ones, that's the only one still going. Okay. And then um, is there any new projects that you can tell us about? Yeah, we're still waiting for um, Volumes of Blood, PJ Starks, the, the mm. part three, which is his trilogy, which is a great, great two movies. Um, that's supposed to be sometime in 2020. And then I, um, I'm, I'm going to be in the movie, uh, nightmare on Elm street up all night, which is another fan film by <laughs> Matt Shaw and Jeremy Brown's directing that. That is awesome. Yeah. And then is there anything else that you would like to give the listeners about? Is there like any surprises, any like little tidbits that you can share with them? Yeah. Um, so what's today? Today's Sunday. So by supposedly within one week's time, we're going to have Vengeance 2.0. So we're going to have finally the cut everybody wants, the sound, the transition that everybody wants. So Vengeance 2.0 is supposed to come out within one week. And we're going to announce it on the, um, this is the first time anyone's talked about it. We're going to announce it on our page. So I got to actually talk later on tonight with Jeremy and Jason and formulate like the plan. And then we're going to release it. So we're pumped about that. We heard it looks amazing. So they said it's like 10 times better than the one we released. That's awesome. Can't wait to see that and and watch it. And then um, I'm going to work on some new material stuff. I got to write it. I got to start it. So Jason Brooks is going to be part of it. It's going to be like um, I did that clown makeup and everyone had a a great reaction to it. So I'm going to write a a script for a movie called Laugh. And it's going to be a little, it's not like the Joker, but it's going to be a little different, more serious. So less gore, but more more mind and more like craziness, psychotic. So I think that'll be awesome. So I'm way out for that. I still got to write it. Still got to get everything together. We're going to film it on two different coasts. His scenes on the West, mine on the East. And then when we come together at the end, we'll film it together. So we got some great ideas for that. So I'm pumped about that. Like I told you, I'll be casting for a, a female clown also. Well, I do know somebody who is a very good clown. That's a female with green and blue and black hair with wonderful tattoos. I mean, I think her name's Tisa Wicked. 
wonderful tattoos. <laughs> I'm trying to be PG here. I'm not trying to say, you know, wonderful assets. You know, I mean, you and Jason both like me. Let's I be mean, honest. You know, she's a, a bodacious fan. babe and she's got what they're looking for. OK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm fun to be around and everything, even though I know uh, Jason Brooks sometimes wishes that he could have a mute button for me. But I'm like, listen, <laughs> listen, OK, this is just how I am. All right. OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so pump, pumped about that it would be great um well thank you so much and i think we're gonna cross on over to tj now tj i hear that you and mr mick strawn are working on something is there anything that you can tell the listeners about that okay so other than the terrific rabbit hole podcast which is probably one of the best podcasts to ever come out not to discredit anything about this podcast but uh, last Thanks, year, <laughs> Mick and I, well, Mick released a book uh, behind the screen. So Mick and I have decided to do an audio book and I will be producing the audio book from that. I will be taking all the actual audio interviews, putting them into book form. That way you can sit down in your car, sit down in your living room and listen to all these one on one interviews with these different stars. Listen to the stories behind Nightmare on Elm Street three and four and kind of take this journey with us again. Well, I would say down the proverbial rabbit hole where you kind of like see all the behind the scenes stuff behind your all your nightmares, the things that made you scream, the things that made you have those nightmares as a kid. And that's what we want to do. And uh, moving on from that, Mick's going to also do another book that he's working on that's going to focus more on Nightmare on Elm Street 3. So we will uh, have, have more information about that coming out next year as that's where most of the workload is going to be put on because I am currently working on another project that he will get to in a little bit. But – if you if you are interested in the book now, message Mixtron on Facebook, message me on Facebook, and we can get you a copy. They're not too much money, and all of them are inscribed. So that's awesome. I love Mick. Um, I when I met him at the New Jersey Horror Con, I just you know I knew like from listening to the Rabbit Hole and just you know from talking to him a little bit on Facebook. When but when you meet this man, you're like he literally is so fucking cool. He I just like. He had, I was laughing so much that I was like snorting. Like we were, we went out to dinner and he was like looking at me and I was laughing and Bobby's like looking at me and Brooks is looking at me and I'm like, and they're like, you're snorting. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay. Thanks. I was like, I'm in the moment. All right. He's a funny man. He had, he had good, he has good stories, good jokes. And then on the podcast, when he was talking about, we did what a half an hour talking about his green toenail and his Manny Petty experience. I can't, I was just like, I told him, I don't even know if much will ever top that combo. And he was just like, I can't believe we talked a half an hour about my toenail. Yeah. He's a high energy guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he is. And he's yeah. so, he's, he's so great. So I'm, you know, when, especially with him and TJ together, they're both, they have such like wonderful energy that it's like, oh my God. You know, so <laughs> Thank you. it is, it's like, it's, you know, and that's what I was also, I was, um, Peter, I was telling my one, um, the, uh, the girls that I do makeup with at, uh, at the haunt, I was like, you know, I was drinking a Red Bull and I was like, you know what? A Red Bull, I consider it like Peter Anthony. And it's a compliment because I like Red Bulls because like you talk and like you, like your energy, man, you get people like fired up. So I'm like, you know what? If I don't freaking want to have a Red Bull, I'm just going to call Peter Anthony for a few minutes and go. he'll fire me up. And I don't even need that caffeine <laughs> because Peter Anthony does that. And they were hysterical. And like, and I showed them like one of like your videos and they're like, oh my God, you're right. He is like Red Bull man. And I'm like, that's right. 
So yes, you have. Uh, so it's, it was a, a very much of a compliment that you, you 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 can do that. You know, you. I mean, everybody that I've met, you know, that's associated with Dubac, you guys are just so positive, and your energy is like it's so it like, it makes you want to go and like do stuff and like, go like make horror movies and go like spread blood everywhere. It's just, it's great. <laughs> There's no energy like creative energy. It no. is. I mean, so, um, now TJ, what are you working on with Adam Marcus? Okay. So we currently are doing a Indiegogo fundraiser for our film, The Hearts of Darkness, The Making of the Final Friday. Whether you love or hate it, Jason Goes to Hell is the most controversial entry into the Friday the 13th series, okay? Uh, it took, it introduced, when I was seven years old, it introduced me to the character of Jason Voorhees and then killed him off less than 10 minutes later. Now, if you were a big Friday fan at the time, that pissed you off. For me, I thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever, okay? So, we're doing an Indiegogo right now. We're at uh, 71%, $35,000, 21 days left, and we have perks like you wouldn't believe. We have the Sculptor Die. That's Brandon Scott Murphy, my home dog, has a Heller Bust, Demon Bust from Jason Goes to Hell, $1,993, the only one in existence right now. He destroyed the mold. Can't get him anymore. We have the Duke Pin, the Creighton Duke Pin, a little taste of the Duke, baby. It is incredible, <laughs> 19 bucks. Can't get anywhere else. And then we have this awesome shirt coming from my from my brain. The Hellions t-shirt, the one-way ride, designed by Corey Kaufman, concept by yours truly. It is fucking incredible. $24 right now. If you are a Hellion, that means you like the film, then go over and buy it. $24 bucks helps the movie. Let's get this fucker made. And we're soon going to introduce what I like to call the fuck you perk. If you hate the movie, you want to say a good little fuck you to Adam Marcus, donate 20 bucks, and you can have a credit at the end that says fuck you, Adam Marcus. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Just help us make this fucking film because we, we, need, it, we need it out there. You know, We need to tell this story. <laughs> And here's some of the people that we're going to have featured in the film. Writer-director Adam Marcus, special effects guru Robert Kurtzman, John D. LeMay, a.k.a. Stephen Freeman from Jason Goes Dale, Stephen Williams, the Duke himself, Rusty Schwimmer, my home dog, Joey B. I'll tell you what, that girl is fucking amazing. Julie Michaels, a.k.a. Agent Elizabeth Marcus, the smoke show, smoke as Peter show. would say. Exactly. Richard Gant, a.k.a. The Corner. Dude likes to eat a heart or two, okay? Kit Marcus, Adam's fucking brother, is going to be interviewed for this film. Andrew Block, a.k.a. Deputy Josh, the Melty Boy himself, Michael Silver, Luke, you know him because he screams after his girlfriend gets ripped in half, uh, Catherine Atwood, Alexis, another, and we even got the fucking baby from Jason Goes Down, you're gonna, you're gonna ask why the fuck would you have the baby, what would she even remember, it's what happened after the movie and how it affected her life, that's what, and you know what her grandma made? What? Uh, the Spit on Your Grave. She directed it? She is the creator of the I Spit on Your Grave book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. We also, our film's being directed by Edwin Samuelson. If you don't know that, who that is, that's the guy that makes all those behind-the-scenes documentaries on your little DVDs there. And we have Peter fucking Brackey doing the interviews and producer. He did Crystal Lake Memories. He literally knows wow. everything about Friday the 13th. He is the Friday the 13th historian. I mean, once he's gone, fuck, people won't know a goddamn thing about this series. We have Deborah <laughs> Sullivan, Ali Rivera, Timothy Eilers composing the music. We even have fucking Kane Hodder. We can't advertise it because Kane's not big about the crowdfunding, but fuck, he's going to be in the goddamn thing as well. If you look at the different posters and stuff, you can see different things. But we have two daggers available. Well, actually, we have more than that. We have nine daggers. Jesus Christ, didn't know that. Well, we have three, four left. We have four left. We have Jason Goes to Hell Replica Hawks. We have five of those left. And I donated a head, uh, 
a big old maggoty fuck, deader than shithead, a drag to hell concept art. Not the concept art. It's the actual art from the Jason Goes to Hell comics, the issue number three. I managed to find that motherfucker. It is the one, Peter, you know the Jason Goes to Hell comics, the one, two, and three. It is the original art used by Tops to print the issue. Yeah. That's awesome. $350, the only one in existence. Go pick it up. Go help the Hearts of Darkness. Help us make this film happen. It is... It's going to be great. Uh, $50,000 is our budget going on right now. We're going to be filming it mostly next year. we got a lot of cool shit coming for you guys. We're going to tell the story of uh, how the film got made, the film getting released, the controversy, how much of a piece of shit Sean Cunningham is, and then kind of the <laughs> legacy that the film left behind. And we're going to explore everything in depth. And, and by no means is this a fluff piece. We're going to tell the, the truth here. We're going to tell the true story of Jason Goes to Hell. Do you know that what, you know what I'm looking forward to? The backstory of Duke. That's got me excited. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, a lot How of it was cut Jason out. Jason and stuff. That, that's awesome. And I'll give you a little uh, story here. So when that scene, you know, where he says, give me two minutes. Yeah. That was supposed to be followed up by a two-minute monologue. Oh. And they cut it out. And the two-minute monologue was explaining his backstory and why he had such beef with Jason. But as yeah. things happen... Old S. Cunningham didn't like it. So that fucker's on the cutting room floor. And then Adam picked it up. So maybe we might show it. Maybe we might not. You know what? Fun the movie. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Because he remember when he puts the cuff on him, he goes, remember me? Yes. So I'm like, oh, shit. There's a backstory, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. It'll be. I can't wait. And it sounds amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Trailer's up on Indiegogo. It's about three minutes long. Adam introduces you to everything. Pretty much tells you even more than I just told you. It, it's it's worth it. Heading on over to Indiegogo, Hearts of Darkness, the making of the final Friday. Tisa? Do you have any other, I mean, I that I mean, I know that between everything else that you have going on in, in your life, is there anything else that you can, uh, besides the Hearts of Darkness and the book with Mick and then everything else that you're doing with Dubak, is there anything else that you're... Um, you're working on or any other conventions well, besides Monster Mania that you'll, you'll be at? I will be at ChillerCon with Adam Marcus next year. Uh, we will be doing a hashtag Hellion Hangout. That's where we're going to get all our Hellions together and we're going to hang the fuck out uh, the best way we can. And then I'll be at Monster Mania, of course, with Peter, Tisa, my bodyguard and Taylor, of course. Uh, Sarah will be with us again. It's going to be a damn good time. But uh, Steel City Con probably all three times next year as well. That's, I mean, it's, it's close for me. So I go and I represent. So that, and then I'll be working with Peter on a couple projects next year. We are constantly throwing ideas back and forth together. I mean, literally, if you went through our group chats, they're fucking million dollar ideas all the time. Well, I mean, we, we're just, we're, just, we're, we're fucking idea machines. We, we nonstop throw ideas at each other. It's, yeah. it's tremendous. So I am making a, a cameo appearance in the fall of Gamblad as a voice role, as I did in Vengeance. And then I will be working on him with the laugh movie. Uh, yep. I am a typecast motherfucker, so I will forever be the newscaster. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you do, you do. It's and you're amazing. Like, Thank and you. Um, uh, when you know you hear your voice, you just you have you have that voice, and you just and you're like people like you know you know a lot of times when you watch movies and you hear like the news and stuff, it kind of like it fades. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it doesn't leave. But when you do it, you're like, okay, what are they saying on the news now? <laughs> See, <laughs> that's what, that was your second calling. You should have been like. They should have had you on like ABC or something because you'd be like, hello. And people were like, what? What did you say? Absolutely. I mean, this voice, 
it literally melts the panties off women. I mean, you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a, a wonderful voice. I will give you that. This and is my foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> my voice. My voice is where everything comes from. Once I speak, the panties drop, the bras fly off, Absolutely. the hair ties fling off. <laughs> hair ties. <laughs> right, you know? hey, hair ties are always, important. Hair, hair ties, ties are important. important when you know what when a girl when you, when takes you out one and they're not there it fucks shit up oh it does it does yeah. and i'm like i'm a scrunchy person and so like if i don't see like a scrunchie <laughs> around and i'm like what what the hell hey i use a scrunchie because the hair ties are damaging on the hair so the scrunchies are easier okay there's certain things you know, us girls got to go through that you guys don't even know about. <laughs> yeah. And, um, well, that sounds amazing. Um, I know that when all of you guys get together, the ideas that you have um, is out of the out of the water. Like, Peter, when you were telling me about the laugh movie, I was like, holy crap, that sounds amazing. And when, um, if you guys have not, you better be sure to follow Peter. Peter, what is your um, Instagram handle so people can check out that cool clown makeup and all your posts? It's just Peter Anthony, same as my Facebook. And then TJ, what about you? When people want to follow you on Instagram, what is your handle? On Instagram, I think it's TJ Bowser. But if you go to Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the Dubak Daddy. Uh, <laughs> it's my new account. <laughs> well, that is that. Um, well, and then so you guys can go check out and be sure to follow all of these uh, these talented uh, gentlemen. And, um, actually Peter, you, um, I did a, uh, we'll finish it up with, I did a quick little dialogue, uh, for Jeremy Brown. He wanted to see, I mean, um, he's like, just do your favorite part of your scene from a movie. And I was like, I, I really don't want to. And he's like, but when Jeremy Brown asked you for to do something, you do it. And I did the, uh, <laughs> I did the intro. I haven't even told TJ yet. I was going to surprise him and I'm going to send it to him after we get off the, uh, the podcast. I just did a little clip from 31, uh, Doomhead, just like part of his speech and stuff. And I sent it over and he liked it. And then, um, I sent it over to Jules and then I sent it to Peter. And, um, I just wanted to, uh, to, I know I thanked you already, but wanted to thank you on the air too. Thank you for all your help. I mean, everybody has been so nice and especially TJ, everything you do for the podcast and, you know, I mean, uh, without all of you guys, I mean, you guys have literally put a fire in me that I thought that I, I couldn't do a lot of stuff. And just being around your creativity and your positivity, it's been really great. And I just wanted to thank you, uh, both of you, very much for all the support with the podcast and giving me pointers and everything. So each day, even if I'm having a really tough day, I think about you guys and you guys help push push me to keep on achieving my goals. So that was my heartfelt, my black heart's melting a little bit. So Yo, I don't want to have it melt too much now. Okay. You know, why? Supposed to be like you know why we do this, Tisa? <laughs> why? Because you're a talented fuck and you deserve it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <Keep your> confidence, <laughs> so, but I just wanted to thank you. Uh, thank you guys. And it's, it's been great. Like I, this past year with everything that's, uh, since I joined the network, I have made friends and I've got to talk to people who I admire and have people on my podcast that, you know, I, I just, I, I, I admired when I first started and I added you and, and Brooks and everything. And then you guys reached out about being the podcast. That's still, that will always be a moment that was like, holy shit. 
these two talented like dudes want to be on my podcast. And then when TJ picked me up so that I have to say doing all this stuff with the, the network and then with you guys has really been the highlight of uh, my 2019. So thank you very much for that. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the network. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. And TJ, thank you so much for always putting up with me. That's why I send you candy and goodies. and send Oh, yeah. Thank you for that. Now my daughter won't stop wearing a fucking choker necklace. <laughs> i was trying i'm like okay i'm like i don't know what to get like you, you but your daughter is so cool and she has such a personality of course she's your child mm -hmm. and of course she's going to have that and she's so like sassy and everything and mm -hmm. i'm like she needs a choker <laughs> oh yeah she wears that fucking hat and that choker non-stop non oh, that, makes, that makes my heart so happy <laughs> <laughs> but i will let you guys go um finish up uh your evening and um thank you both so much for being on taking some time out of your day i know you both are super busy uh dudes and um as always having you on the podcast is a pleasure and thank you guys so much for uh for coming on and chatting with me for a little bit absolutely You're welcome thanks for having me Okay, guys, and I will catch you next week. And remember, stay spooky. Calling all you wicked women out there and all you spooky photographers. Would you like to get your work published in a magazine? Well, do I have the magazine for you. Wicked Women Magazine, owned and operated by Winter Sun Media Arts, is that magazine. Be sure to check them out on Instagram and Facebook for all their upcoming themes and how to submit. Are you looking for somebody to make you into a creepy zombie or a goblin? Well, Brielle, owner and operator of Dead Sled FX, is your lady. This lady can make you into anything your dead heart can desire. Be sure to check her out on Facebook and Instagram. It is never too early to start booking your Halloween makeup appointments. Are you looking for horror collectibles? Maybe some horror t-shirts? Hey, how about some horror DVDs? Well, do I have the one-stop location for you? HorrorMerch.com is that location. Be sure to check them out online and pick up some creepy goodies.
star just like I'm Tim McGraw She played a part like she got it like that I let her stab me in the heart, then I give the knife back Swear these other women superficial And fuck them bitches, if they ain't with you, then they against you The more I miss you, more I'm smoking on this fucking weed Girl, do you remember me? Still the kid that you knew back in Chattanooga, Tennessee And now she want me, cause these bitches really like me I might be someone making movies, call me Spike Lee Shawty, you be killing them, just pull up, it's a crime scene Yeah, you bringing change to the game like a dry clean Feel like a dream, I don't ever wanna wake up Gotta change the conversation every time they bring your name up And I really hope you don't forget me Fuck them other bitches, they don't get me how you get me Ever wanna kiss me? Wish that you was with me.